Hello and welcome to Gals yeah, on the Pit Wall. I'm Jasmine. I'm Catherine. Welcome. No racing. No racing this weekend. I should have said before we start, I am really sick. Um, so if it, you are hearing me sniffle or I sound weird, that's why. I can't breathe out my nose. We're taking turns being severely ill at the yeah, moment. so It's my shift this time. Yes. I'll try and hold it together for the team. <laughs> okay. There's actually been a lot of news. Well, but like none of it's like pressing news. Like none of it's like, ooh, it's all just kind of fun bits. Or yeah. my stuff is anyway. Um, I mean, I've got kind of, I took the more serious side oh, of it this okay. week. Um, I don't have too many notes, but it's things that I can waffle on about. So. Well, my first note is just about Noah Schnapp being in Maranello. Crazy. But see the photos of him in the back of Charles's car. Yeah. Charles in the front. I stared at those photos for 10 minutes trying to figure out what was going on because I was like, so that's definitely Charles in the front, but why is Charles in the back? Yeah, right. (laughs) The caption said that it was Charles and Noah. So I'm like, is Noah driving? Because basically Noah was sat in the back in a Ferrari shirt. Yes. So I was assuming that was Charles. Yeah. But I was like, no way that's Noah in the front. (laughs) It took me way too long, embarrassingly long to work out that it was in fact Noah in the back. Yeah. Because they actually do really look somewhat alike. I had never thought that they looked alike until these pictures. I suppose. They are very blurry, but like... Yeah. That was the first time I was like, okay, I see it now. Yeah. So that made me laugh. Like, if there was a movie, no snap would play Charles Leclerc. But he was a bit like his little son, because it was Charles and his girlfriend in the front of the car. <laughs> and Noah in the back. So it's like them taking their wee kid out in. for the day. kid to the Ferrari Museum. Oh, love it. But like, I don't know like, what they talk about. Yeah. What was the the conversation? Where's the yeah? Where's the common ground? And how did they set this up? Like I know that they went out in Monaco together after the Monaco Grand Prix. Yeah. But like, how did they set up this little day out with them? All? I think because they're both either brand ambassadors or sponsors of AMP Monaco. Oh, I didn't realize Noah was. Yeah, I think he is because they met at the AMP Monaco after thing at. Sure. Monaco. So they met there um, because there was photos of the two of them yeah, with a TikToker. Her. I can't remember her name now, but she's on the TikTok scene. But they all met at the AMP Monaco oh, afters. Okay. So I think that's where the friendship started. I just love that they like text each other. It's cute, like, right? Like, <laughs> Going to hang out today. Right. Sorry, I'm actually just on FaceTime with no snap. <laughs> like, <laughs> Best news. So and then, oh, speaking of besties, Charles and Max went out to play a bit of paddle. Yeah, Which is very cute. Um, but our good friend Eve, she made me laugh because I saw her yesterday and we were talking about it. And she goes, I just imagine that Max like texted Charles and then threw his phone on the bed <laughs> and couldn't look at it. And I was a like, rescue text. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, and every time a notification came through, he was like, and it wasn't yeah, Charles. Right. <laughs> Shit. For sure. I'm like, that's so cute. That is very cute. I like that they're friends now and they're not fighting. Yeah, what an evolution. Right? Enemies to lovers, you could say. Oh, what a trope. Staffing. <laughs> Do you want to go a bit of serious news? Now? Okay. Well, my first little bit of seriousness, I was going to input about this Checo situation. Oh my God, I fucking called it. Yeah. I called it. If you listen to this podcast regularly, you will know that I called this shit weeks ago. Yeah. I was so ahead of the curve. We said 
that it was going to happen. Yeah. I said... You called P2. Yeah, I said, if Checo doesn't get P2, he's out. And then you said... And he'll get replaced by Danny. Yeah. And look, let's go. I think Red Bull are listening, you know. We've gave them the idea. So, Red Bull have reportedly told Checo that if he loses P2 in the championship, he will be replaced for the 2024 season. Ooh. And the favourite to replace him at the moment is Daniel Ricciardo, so... And allegedly he was told this in Japan and that's why his performance, or he's been acting, he's one could say, irrationally yeah. in his driving. Yeah. But I fucking called this shit. I know. But the rate we're going at the moment, it's not looking like Lewis is going to catch him. Well, that's true. But also, like, the thing is, if I was being threatened like that by my team, I wouldn't want to stay for the yeah. 24 season. But the I problem, really wouldn't. The problem is, he's not really got any other options for well, next year. Well, there was, if you'd seen the Instagram um, Five News Bites this week, mm-hmm. I did see quite a few articles, actually, that there has been a senior at one of... Checo's sponsors um, who has come out and said to the press that he is planning on announcing his retirement in Mexico Yeah. so maybe it is that they're kicking him out because he's not going to have P2 or maybe it is that he doesn't want to stay there anymore because it's not a welcoming environment So because the problem is for him is that other teams like say like Haas or Alfa Romeo won't want him because he couldn't cope with the pressure of being in the top car. Yeah. So why would you then want him? Even though he's obviously very good at what he does. Well, if he struggled in the fastest car on the grid and couldn't hack the pressure, you wouldn't want him. That's true. And the thing is, like, no one actually has a free seat. No, other than still technically Williams. <clears throat> but I could not see Williams taking... I think... I do actually think Williams are sticking with Logan. Which is literally insane to me. I just, after um, hearing James Wells. I know. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. But I quite like Logan now, but only because I feel really bad for him. Well, yeah, because it's like the sympathy vote, right? But... I want him to do well. Just one point. Just one. Yeah. It's going to happen. I feel it for him. Hopefully. Hopefully. Then another bit of exciting and serious news... Spa, the Belgian Grand Prix, my favourite Grand Prix on the whole calendar, has been confirmed until 2025. Woo-woo! I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I love Spa. But, like, 2025, that's not that long. But I think they sign these shorter deals just because it is such, like, a risk-to-life track that they, they... want it in short bursts instead of like until 2028 and then some like four people have died like if they need to cancel it they need to cancel yeah oh and Lance Stroll uh, oh yeah he was being uh, investigated by the FIA for his misconduct last weekend which I'm glad that he has been investigated because it was not on last weekend uh, a little recap is that he was knocked out in qualifying he chucked the steering wheel he shoved his uh, personal trainer. Yeah, absolute insane behaviour for a grown man. But he has apologised to FIA and he received a written warning and that's the end of it. Well, on the subject of being investigated by the FIA... Oh my God! Lewis Hamilton, he is currently being investigated by the FIA for crossing the track without Stewart's permission in Whoa. that Term 1 incident. Yeah, so it's a real breach of Article 26.7b in the 
FIA Formula One sporting regulations that you can't do that because you don't know if a car's coming round. Like, yeah. unless the stewards have expressed said to you, you can go. Um, it's not, like, it's not safe at all. And George was actually coming round, like, really, really fast afterwards. I didn't even realise this had happened. Yeah, so he's actually been issued with a fine. Um, oh. He's got a fine of €50,000, um, but... 25,000 has been suspended so long as there's no other incidents like this for the rest of the season. But they're still investigating him to see if any further action needs to be done. But he has been fined. I mean, that's not that much money. No, it's pennies to compare to what they earn. But, like, it's still, like, I thought that was just crazy because I hadn't really heard too much about it. But I don't know. Yeah, I didn't see anything about that. I know. I read, like, the... Like Apple News app, they oh, have an F one section. I'm like sat on there every day, like, ooh, what's going on in I, here today? I just see headlines on like Instagram and like, yeah. like, a little investigation. Lewis Hamilton, while we're on the subject of him, he started uh, a little what? So you know the concept of a burner account on Instagram or a spam account? <laughs> yes. Lewis really showing his age because um, he made this little spam account <clears throat> or this little finster or whatever you want to call it. Yep. And it. The bio of it was LH, burning account. <laughs> and he followed it. <laughs> and the only follower was him. Now, Idiot. Like something is coming. This must mean something. Yeah. So all the Lewis Hamilton fans, they did their digging. I didn't do any of the work here. Yeah. Um, so the account was called EV10AM26LA. So people have done their investigating. And it is a non-alcoholic agave drink. Agave is how you say it, right? I think so. If I butchered that, that's really embarrassing. <laughs> um, called a Malvo. Oh. Which is going to come out on the twenty sixth of October, allegedly. That's why it's twenty six ten in the news. Ah, so this was just a big marketing strategy. Yeah, and actually, there's a clip of him last weekend in his post race interview, and he's drinking something. <gasps> Ooh, that's delicious. Oh my god, what a crafty wee bugger. That's like, crazy. It's not even subtle, but that's so funny. That's hilarious. So I actually, I really want to try it. We're going to have to. Well, Maybe we can do that for a video for the TikTok. I literally have that written down in my notes. Oh, do you actually? Great minds. Yes. That's, that's exciting. How exciting. Well, yeah. on another Lewis Hamilton note, Oh my God, he's been busy. He has. Well, this one is kind of related to Lewis Hamilton, but not exactly Lewis Hamilton. So... Nelson Piquet. Yeah. He was ordered to pay $1 million by a Brazilian court for his racist comments towards Lewis Hamilton. But this week, the fine was overturned. So he's not getting any reprimand for his racist actions towards Lewis Hamilton. Yes. Why have they overturned it? Just shits and giggles? Um, Yeah, they basically were just like, oh, I don't think it's going to do anything, fining him. So, because he's a rich man anyway, it wouldn't have done anything. So they basically were just like, "Mm." But like, it still makes a statement that it's not okay. I know. And now by overturning it, you've gone, actually, it's fine. Yeah. You say whatever you want. Yeah. Ridiculous. I know. Stupid. Very. I don't know if it's like privately he's come to an agreement with Lewis or something like that, but the actual Brazilian court have overturned this. Ridiculous. Yeah. Apparently, Apple are preparing a $2 billion per year offer to have 100% exclusivity 
to F1 streaming rights. Yeah, I did see this actually. Um, I don't want to stream it through Apple. No. And like that begs the question of like what happens to all of the reporters because they would all be out of work if Apple didn't take on specific branches. So if they didn't have like F1 UK, F1 Spain, because there's all of the reporters for each separate branch. But my thing is, how do you stream it through Apple? Would you have to buy Apple TV? Yeah, you would have to have Apple TV and then you would stream it through that. So it's another expense. Well, because not only are you paying for the Apple TV subscription, you need a product that you can watch Apple TV on. And if you think about the actual... I don't like watching it on my phone. I either... If I have to watch on my laptop, if I'm in bed, if it's early morning... I can't get Apple TV on my laptop. I just have a bog-standard laptop. Yeah, that's true. And I have a bog-standard TV with an Amazon Fire Stick. Yeah, so it only works if you have an Apple product, really. So if I want to sit and watch it on my TV or we want to watch it together or yeah. have a group, we're going to have to buy an Apple like Apple TV box. That's true. Them. I think that's insane. Yeah. That's unfair. Very. But it's, be- it's coming because they have done this in America where they bought the rights to... Oh, I can't remember what sport it was now... But they had bought the exclusive production rights to a sport in America and it had, like, mass success. Like, this is one of their biggest streamed <sighs> things. So because of the success of that, that's why they're willing to throw the $2 billion into F1 because they know it's such a massively widely watched sport. And they're going to make the money because everyone's going to have to buy fucking Apple. Products. Yeah, exactly. But also the money is, like, triple what Sky are paying for the rights. Yeah. And we know what F1's like. Money makes the world go round in that sport. Which so. is so shit, because one of their biggest failings is that it's not an accessible sport for fans. So only 1% of fans will ever get to a race in their life. Like, that's a real stat. Yeah. And also, just to watch it is so expensive. Yeah. I know so many people who like F1 and enjoy watching it, but will only watch it with other people because they can't... Afford the subscription. This is like 30 quid a month or something. It is crazy. Yeah, I think it's insane. So people who are barely scraping, like, the funding together each month to afford to watch the races anyway are they going to have to pay for Apple or app products if people yeah. can yeah it's ridiculous very they seem really annoyed I'd say I love F1 right but I don't I think in comparison to other sports it fails its fans it's not the most accessible sport like it's great for fans in terms of like all the media stuff they do and yeah stuff. and it feels personal because you get to know them yeah but it's not accessible to a wide enough range of people definitely and I think that's a problem. Just my thoughts. And also, what about, like... So, a lot of pubs obviously stream it. Yeah. And most pubs pay for, like... So, in the UK, it's Sky Sports. And yeah. And that's how you stream F1. Yeah. What are all the pubs and stuff going to do? Go out and buy Apple TV boxes and stuff to be able to stream it. It's crazy. So, even if you are someone that goes to the pub to watch it because you can't afford to pay for it at home, you, can't, you might not be able to go and do that now. I know. And the thing is, the pubs have Sky Sports, like, the whole Sky Sports subscription yeah. because that includes, like, the rugby, football. So, like, that's, like, everything under one branch. So it's one expense for a pub every month. But then they're going to have to add the multiple expenses on top. So and there's already that thing in the UK that pubs are struggling in general. Exactly. They're not going to be able to afford Apple TV. So it just cuts off so many people from being able to watch it and enjoy it, and that really hurts me so much. And but it may be more money for the actual F1 bosses and for the F1 sport in itself but then it's also more money for the fans it needs to be like i get that it's an expensive sport i understand this but i want to know how much of this is being pocketed and not put back in yeah that would be good to know i think it's stupid very the fact that there's so many good tracks that have been lost from the calendar too just because they can't afford to remain a part of it 
And I think we're about to lose more tracks in other news. So the FIA president, he says that there's too many races and too little teams. So he wants to reduce the number of races, but increase the number of teams. So he wants 12 teams on the grid and less races. But the thing that really bothered me about that was that he is taking races away from countries that have one track. And he's adding races to America. I'm a sucker for a bit of history. And I think it's such a shame to lose tracks from Europe, considering that is where the sport began. Yeah. And that's where, like, all the tracks in Europe are very historical. So to lose them is shit. But even, like, I know there's a lot of tracks in Europe. I wouldn't mind losing a few tracks in Europe if that meant that we could have, like, Vietnam, South Africa. I want Vietnam to happen so bad. Yeah, like, it would be, like, I'd be okay with losing some of the historical tracks if it meant that we were seeing more of the world and the F1 was reaching further corners, but, not but it's not. It's America. It's taking tracks away, historical tracks, and putting them in America because that's where they feel the money is. And you would think in America, because they have more races... They'd be cheaper. But they are some of the most expensive ones to go to. I think the starting price for Las Vegas is $2,000. Yeah. Right, I think Las Vegas is going to get scrapped. I want Vietnam to happen so bad. When I heard rumours of a race in Vietnam, I was like, yes. (laughs) I have family in Vietnam, and I keep saying I'm going to go over there, and that'd be perfect. It would be perfect. Oh, my God, yeah. We'd have somewhere to stay. Sorted. And Vietnam's stunning. Like, it's such a beautiful country. I was going to say, Neil, if you're listening to this, but you're probably not, just know that... On the off chance We've invited ourselves to come and stay. Yeah, get your spare room ready. Because <laughs> we, we are coming. You know what? Not even a spare room. Give us a sofa and we'll be sorted. Yeah, back garden, anyway. <laughs> yeah, pitch a tent. <laughs> yeah, be fine. Happy days. Yeah, I want to race in Vietnam so bad. Yeah. That's the only way I'll be happy if they scrap a race in Europe. Yeah, well, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it would be, it would make it so much easier to lose a European race if it meant we were branching further out. And every driver wants a race somewhere in Africa. They've all said it. I would love South Africa, but the environmental impact of that getting to South Africa yeah, is so is extreme. The down, yeah. yeah, it's literally the first place you could go to. But I can't really see it being anywhere else. I mean, countries in like Morocco, Morocco Egypt. would be sick. I would love an Egypt race. Countries that are in the north would be yeah, more good. economical to go there. Yeah. Flight-wise. Yeah, because they're trying to make the calendar so that the races are... Grouped. Yeah, Yeah. to try and reduce the environmental impact of flying all over the world. Yes. So it wouldn't make sense to then add in South Africa. That's That's not going to help them get to net zero. Yeah. Just my thoughts, but yeah. No, definitely. I was about to say fuck America. I don't mean it like that, but, like, you don't need any more races. stop stealing our races. Because Vegas is already, like... A nightmare. It is a nightmare. Someone's literally died. Yeah. It's all... I don't. It's stupid. It's a stupid... It was a good idea, but it's stupid. Yeah. Like, it's fun conceptually. I think Austin's a great track. Yeah. I love Austin. But, like, do you really need any more than that? That one's great. But I do love Miami as a track. It's a bit of fun. Like, I think the track is really good. I really enjoy the track, especially, like, on the game. I, I play the game, so, like... I feel like that track is good for, like, it's good. Maybe we'll watch Vegas and feel different about it. But, but also it's at six in the morning, so I don't think I'll feel that different about it. No, I'll probably feel a bit pissed off, to be honest, that I'm up at that time And if it's morning. shite, if I've woken up at 6am for shite. And it's like, I'm not being funny, it's four straight, it's one chicane. Yeah, I, I watched Lando play on the game and it's like, wow, this is not... Like, it looks very nice, like, the surroundings. Yeah. 
but it's basically like a NASCAR circuit. And surely, like, they haven't sold all the tickets to it because it's so expensive. Yeah. Like, surely American fans are thinking, great, another race. We might be able to afford to go to one. No. No. So it's not, it doesn't even not. benefit the American fans. I know. And it'll all be influencers there again. Yeah, of, well, like they're Miami. the only ones that can afford it. Because no one else in their right mind can afford that. That's what it is, hey? It's stupid. Very. I'm upset about it. Well... On the money talks again. Oh god. Now this one is technically not very F1 related, but mm. it is F1 related. So the former Formula One boss. <gasps> yeah. Bernie Ecclestone. That's how you say it, right? Eccleston. There we go. Got there in the end. He has been charged with tax fraud <laughs> and he's been ordered to pay it all back after failing to declare a bank account in Singapore with over £400 million in Typical it. rich people. Um, so obviously this level of tax fraud is jail time. That's mm. the offence that you get for that. But we Bernie is 92 years of age. So, it wouldn't make so they sense. have written off his jail sentence because why would you put a man of that age in prison? So they've written that off, but they have asked him to pay back six hundred million pounds <laughs> as like a what? yeah, as like an interest rate on his Fuck undeclared tax. Yes. So where does so I take it that goes back to the government and yeah, the UK. Oh, don't fucking give it to our government. Yeah, it not will, let's get political, but like our government shouldn't be trusted with that level. It will money. go back to HMRC because. Where are they putting that? Nowhere useful. In the pockets of the rich. Yeah. I just thought that was a fun little fact because he was embezzling that, or not embezzling, but fraudulently storing that money as he was the boss of Formula One. Yeah, I did see a little bit about that, but I didn't realise it was that much. Yeah, it was a really insane amount of money. (laughs) Chuck, give that money to me. I'll look after it. Yeah, I'll look after it. We'll redistribute it back into F1. Yes. By going to every race for the rest of our lives. exactly. It's enough money to do it. Exactly. We don't even need to buy, like, a house or anything. No. Yeah, just a a really nice suitcase. (laughs) Really nice suitcase, Sam. We'll go to every race and be in the paddock. Yeah, done, sorted. Life plan. Put it into the podcast. Happy days. My only other bit of news I have written down is about Ollie Berman. Oh. Did his first laps in an F1 car. I'm so with excited Ferrari. for him. He was in the SF21 mm-hmm. at Ferrari's Fiorano circuit. Yes. Which is their own private circuit. I was going to say circle. Their own private <laughs> circuit for like testing and development and stuff yeah. like that. So he did 400 kilometres and you need to do 300 kilometres to be able to take part in an F1 session. Yes. So that box is ticked. Oh, I'm so happy for him. He said it was an emotional moment for him and a childhood dream for him. Oh, stop. I'm getting teary thinking about it. Yeah. So he, Ollie, if you don't know, he was signed to the Ferrari Driver Academy after winning German and Italian Formula 4 titles in 2021. And then last year, he was third in F3. He's a great driver. He's currently sixth in F2. So he's signed to do another season in F2. Is that, that was confirmed. Prima? Yes. Yes. And Big Frederick Fasur, Big Fred, suggested that Ollie will get much more time and many more opportunities in F1 next year. Oh, I'm so excited. Obviously, ahead of him then joining F1, I'm assuming the following year is what they're aiming at. Ah! So when. So you know how uh, silly season is really going to start sillying next season? It's going to be because all the contracts start ending. So I would suspect, going off the fact that. Kevin and Nico both have only one year extensions with Haas. I'm expecting that is because Ollie's going to go into Haas. 
they can't keep doing this to their Ferrari Academy drivers. <laughs> they put Mick there and he got absolutely shunted because the Haas is terrible. But I guess we'll see because Ollie's going to do FP1, I think, in a Haas soon. Yeah, I think so. Because he was getting his seat fitted the other yeah, weekend. Yeah, he's loaned out. So... I guess that's why they're doing it. Yeah. Putting the jigsaw together. So I guess. Still all very excited. 2025, Ollie Berman on the grid. Ah! I think when that, all that's happening, all these contracts are getting rearranged next year, there's going to be a, a good few young faces. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, I it's think it's going to be a bit of a refresh. And in. if Checo's going, I still think Valerie's going to retire. I think so. And then maybe Nico and Kevin. Yes. Oh, I don't want to lose K-Mag. I know. I would love K-Mag. But he, he loves being a dad so much. I can see him just leaving to go and be happy but being a dad. Kevin. Kevin, I know. what am I going to do without you? <laughs> Sad times. Well, on the subject of a Nico, Nico Rosberg. Oh, my God. He has come out and said that the ideal candidate to replace Checo is Alex Albon. Right. No. <laughs> Shut up. I get what he means. But, like, also, just looking at everything that's gone on, maybe not. Don't Alex, traumatize Alex him has more. Been to Red Bull, he got kicked out. If he was to go back and then to have a shit experience again and get kicked out, that's traumatizing. Why would he ever go back? And it's taken him so long to like regain the driver confidence the now. The only team I want to see Albon go to is Ferrari. Oh, she said it now. I've said this on the podcast before. I think that I see a wee, uh, wee Albon to Ferrari move. Carlos to Audi. Albon yeah, to that's what my theory was. Yeah. Oh, it would be class. That's my, that's my dream. Get him in red. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, speaking of Ferrari, Lewis Hamilton, it came out that he was indeed having chats with Ferrari prior to him re-signing with Merck. He did go for a dinner with Shut Ferrari. Shut uh-huh. um, I don't think, they were trying to say that there was never any, like, nothing was going to happen, but he did go for dinner with them. Huh. So imagine... So theoretically, what they were looking to do would be have Lewis and then have Charles in second to Lewis and have Charles learn from Lewis. I Where see, the fuck is Carlos going? And that they were going to boot out Carlos, which I, yeah. Carlos is the better driver of the but two. But think how good a pairing of Lewis and Carlos would have been. Right. Not Charles, because where's he been the whole season? They've actually stopped <laughs> talking about him on the broadcast because he's so irrelevant. Shit. My boy Charlie. But yeah, I do think that a mighty pairing would have been Lewis and Carlos. I yeah. think that would have been... Dream team. Yeah. But I do see why they... Maybe that's my fantasy league next year. <laughs> but I do see why they were looking at Lewis and Charles. Because Charles is obviously really, really fucking good. Yeah, he is. He's but a great he driver. tries to push the car beyond its limits. And doesn't quite show the experience and maturity that Carlos does. He drives in a very abstract way. Yeah. And Carlos is very consistent. So I could see that they would maybe want to bring in Lewis for Charles to be able to learn from yeah. how Lewis looks after that car and controls it. But obviously Lewis didn't go, which is a wise, wise choice yes. from him. Yes. But imagine. Imagine Lewis and Ryan. That would oh. be crazy. Ah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. My last bit of news that I have um, is about Alfa Romeo. So Alfa Romeo have modified their rear wing end plate so they are the seventh team to do this upgrade this year so it is this is quite technical talk this so there is a feature that's it's called a swatch line so it's on the external face of the end plate Mm. so the bits that hold up the rear wing and it's like it looks like a little kink in the wing so it increases how much downforce can be generated in the car and it's basically all about aerodynamic efficiency so it's a big aero upgrade um 
Aston Martin and Alpine came into the season with this. Mm-hmm. So, because remember how fast the Astons were at the start? Yeah. So it's because they had this swatch, right? So no one had caught on yet. So it was just them and Alpine that had this. So they were the first to utilise it. And then Williams, Alpha Tauri, McLaren and Mercedes joined. Mm-hmm. And now Alfa Romeo have hopped on board too. So hopefully we'll see an improvement in the car because they've been terrible. Yeah. Maybe this is them getting their shit together for next season. I hope so. It's a bit mental. Sorry, going back to the calendar thing. It's a bit mental that we'll be coming back in February. That's But do you know what? Part of me is really excited because the winter break feels so long. But to bring back our friend Eve into this. So when I saw her yesterday, Eve was away when the calendar got announced. She was in America. And so she completely missed this. Okay. And when I went to see her yesterday, she had no idea. what. Like, no way. Yeah, I was telling her. I was like, oh, it comes back in February. She's like, does it? I was like, yeah. <laughs> and we're looking at her and she's like, oh my God, it does. I'm like, uh-huh. Like, you can't believe it. I know. And there's so, there's so many breaks in it, though. Yeah. But they're going to have to give them tons of breaks because if they're not getting a long winter break, they're going to have to really break up the year. I think this will be the one and only time it's that long. Hopefully, because it's, it's, a, it's a lot for them. And especially after, like, where Qatar was this year, like, they have to get the placement bang on or everybody's... Yeah, scrambling. and not even, like, just for the drivers, but for the crew members. Because the drivers just leave after the race. Crew members are still there. They pack up and fly on to the next place. Like yeah, they, they have no break yeah. at all. I think next year's going to be a very long year for all of them. Definitely. And, and everyone at think... the factory as well. Although they yeah. get to go home to their families at the end of the day, the ones at the factory, like you're in a long day trying to figure out everything that's going on. A lot on. of pressure to perform. Definitely. From literally for what? Oh my God, I can't do math. 10 months. Yeah, which is crazy. That's such a long year for how intense the sport is. The calendar is quite interesting for next year, though. I mean, Qatar is in November. Which I think will be better considering it almost killed them all off. Yeah. And also Baku's at the end of the calendar. Is it? Yeah. It's like, Ooh. it's a bit of a rejig that's happened. See if I can get it up. That'll yeah. be so weird having Baku Baku's there. Baku's been moved to the end. Basically, they swapped Baku in Japan. Yeah. So Japan's now the fourth race. Also, um... Japan's the fourth race? Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. April 5th to 7th, Japan. What the hell? Because then China's, like, the next race. Right, okay. So, so it makes sense hopping about right And now, then Miami you? after China. Right, okay. Um, also, hmm. the, so the two big breaks, so end of July to end of August, so okay. the, the huge. Yes. And then end of September till, yeah, so Singapore is on the 22nd of September. Right. And then Austin is on the 18th of October. Oh, okay. So a couple big breaks, and then obviously some smaller. Yeah. But yeah, the main change, I guess, is that swap between Japan and Wow, that's uh, that's crazy that Japan's going to be fourth. At least we get the early morning out of the way at the start. Yeah, I know we're going to have a few early mornings again. Uh, <laughs> but I, I like Baku, now I'm going to have to wait. Ages I know, Baku's it. a goodie. Never mind. <sighs> well. I guess that's, that's everything. That's our news this week, guys. Next weekend is going to be intense. A biggie. Yeah, Austin. Sprint weekend as well. Yes, oh God. <laughs> oh, Sprint. We're actually going to pop a poll up. I think maybe if we do the poll the whole week, if we try and yeah. pop it up on the story the whole week, just so that everybody has a chance to vote. Because obviously when 
I mean, our race recap sometimes, like Japan, they're yeah. very minimal. Yeah, this is not, slow. not a lot happened. Yeah. But then obviously there's ones like last weekend where you have the sprint and then a lot happened in itself anyway. And it's a lot to like sum up. So I guess we want to know, do people like us recapping the whole thing? Yeah. Or would there be a preference for us to focus on like the major? Yeah, like the big incidents. Because I quite like recapping it all. And yeah, same. Again, but I guess I don't listen to the podcast because that- I listen to it when I'm editing it. Yeah, so, I listen to it back, but I still like have a good time listening to it back because I think we kind of talk about how we felt about it yeah. more than like what just like saying this happened, this happened. So I guess it would just be interesting to get a bit of feedback and see what. Yeah, we'd love to know your guys' opinions. Yeah, how are you finding it? Yeah. Now that we're. Oh my god, this is the 13th one, which is kind of weird because October 13th was Friday. But that's Friday 13th, and I'm not being funny. Was it a cursed day or was it a cursed day? I'm trying to think what I did on Friday. It was a little bit of a cursed day for me, I'll be completely honest with you. 13th podcast just after Friday the 13th. Look at us go spooky spooky. That made me just think, oh my god, imagine I had none of this had been recorded. It has. Oh, thank God. But oh, imagine. That actually would have been too much to cope with this week. Yeah, that might have sent me over the edge. Oh, God, never mind. But yeah, I guess we'll see you next weekend. Yeah. After Austin. Thanks for listening, guys. Oh, my God, Danny Rick's back. Boop, boop. Just thought I'd throw that in there. It's happening. Ooh, oh, that was shit. That was terrible. Nope. Nope, come on out. Nice. Oh, goody. Woo.